This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. everybody <laughs> welcome to my worst date i'm cassie i'm keegan i'm christina what's well, we're up be slap happy yeah yeah a little bit <laughs> why does it feel that way it because does. we spent the morning putting up a wall of uh soundproofing to make our sound a little better so yeah so we, we're already like warmed up we're yeah. already like half a drink in yep half a michelada right. in on a saturday morning what's up <laughs> yeah and a lot has happened in the past couple of weeks. Oh yeah, we haven't recorded in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, Who are you guys? I feel like it's been so long. I know. I know. It's been a, a wild couple of weeks. I feel like the month of October is just kind of like flown, flown by. by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm happy to be here with you guys. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. I feel like um, Rocktober is what we should. Rocktober. <laughs> Get out. Cocktober. <laughs> We, I mean, the thing that, that sticks most in in my head right now is, um, that Instagram post. Oh yeah. Listen, I completely understand that. <laughs> I by literally the time, have no clue what you guys are talking by about. By the time this episode comes out, this is going to be old news. I understand I it, but stop thinking about it, it, literally it lives in my brain <laughs> rent free and like it's like it is like a jump scare for mm-hmm. me. Like I'll be in the shower Ooh. and then I'll be like, huh, you know, I'll just think about it. So I also need to say because Megan Fox, mm-hmm. we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. I was on this podcast saying yep. how much I like I've come to really like <laughs> you, you know, and then you have to go and embarrass me like this. Like <laughs> it's. I, I think you need to read it for Cassie. Yeah, I, I have okay. no you idea. need to have this in your head as much as I, so. As let you me I, let yeah. me preface this by I saying need to know, but I'm also like, do I need to know? This yeah. Instagram post is underneath a photo of their GQ cover, her and Machine Gun Kelly, because yeah. they did a, a interview with British JQ. Right. And I, I think calling like themselves like the modern like uh, Kurt and Courtney or yeah. I also heard like Angelina and Billy Bob. It, just stop it. Stop Ew. it. Everything I know about this couple I've learned against my will. I don't want I feel like Hollywood is force feeding them to us like right. making us think that stop they're gonna to make be machine gun kelly happen that's where i'm at stop trying to make them like an it couple like it couples happen on their own that's right because people are just so invested like you don't yeah. need to fucking force them on no. us um so the cover of this first of all You're trying too hard the cover of this gq is Can I see it? megan fox and she's like yeah i'll show it to you she's naked um sitting on a, a leather couch with a gun pointed at Machine Gun Kelly's crotch. So cringe already. Like, we don't love it. She's so fucking hot, Look, we, I, yes. He is so gross to me. Yes. There is not anything about her or him that is attractive to me at all. Oh, yeah. She's gorgeous. He's punching well above his weight class. Yes, yes. And he and I also think extremely average like like oh. machine gun kelly is so average it's like if he was in a bar i wouldn't even i wouldn't even no look to, and actually, i like you know a skinny white guy and no he looks like my neighbor 
Oh no. Destiny, you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> wow. Yes. You know exactly who I'm talking oh. about. Yes. Oh my God. Wait, is my neighbor Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> Hold on a second. I think, you know. <laughs> I think I would know. So in this in I this wouldn't. Interview. I didn't know my one neighbor was like a fucking solid bachelorette. I oh yeah. I knew her. No clue. I knew her. And then no I went clue. to her Instagram and I was like, that looks like Cassie's kitchen where she was taking all yeah. of her pictures. <laughs> Amazing. Um it but, wasn't my kitchen. No, it wasn't no. your kitchen, but all your kitchens look looked the same. Looked the same, yeah. But this interview, okay, I feel like we need to discuss this. The interview is so, like, it has been a while, I feel like, since I have felt genuine cringe. Like, real cringe. And, like, reading this interview, they're so sincere about their relationship in, like, the cringiest way like they genuinely it feels like emo kids who spent all their time in hot topic yeah like that's that's the thing like i i am in love with my boyfriend gross and i i would gag yeah it's like that's gross yeah it's it's weird (laughs) this level of of the way that they talk it's about their relationship yeah it? i'm yeah. like why yes, why are you trying to sell me on this i would like to bring up something that came up very early in our podcast so for any of those of you who are working your way maybe backwards we'll hear this later um i hate romance we know it's a red flag for me that's what it, i'm getting from this is you, that i i hate, cannot wait it, to look i'm gonna not, watch you the whole time we read this I, my skin's you. already hot because here the internet took this one line from this GQ interview and mm. ran with it because it's so stupid and cringy. So Megan Fox is recounting when she first met Machine Gun Kelly and she's like saying they looked like a vampire or whatever. And then he came over to her and, he's, and she said, you smell like weed. And he said, I am weed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I no, but no. And she was like, from that moment on, I knew. Okay, so she posted this Instagram post. Right? Were they both on Molly? Is the question because that would only work with me on on Molly. Well, there you go. Maybe they're maybe that relationship. Maybe maybe Molly is the relationship. It makes sense. That would that would make sense to me because I'm like, that's fucking so obscure and so next level keep in mind that megan fox is older than me like megan fox is like this is a woman like she's almost my age well into her 30s like late 30s 30s, right and this is her instagram caption underneath this gq post that she put on her instagram it's all lowercase as well Mm mm-hmm the tale of two outcasts and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a romance featuring, colon, feverish obsession, guns, addiction, shamans, lots of blood, general mayhem, therapy. Did she say fucking shamans? I, we're, not, we're not done. Tantric night terrors. Binding rituals, chakra sound baths, psychedelic hallucinations, organic smoothies, <laughs> and the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary. That okay is the line. That's for the me. line. That Ma'am, is. You are not fifteen years old on Tumblr. What are you doing? That is exactly. I that. literally was like, did she somehow break into my mom's house, <laughs> okay. go upstairs in the attic, open my trunk? 
and get one of my 15 year old diaries it's just it is so just like stream of consciousness in the weirdest way like that is shit that i used to do listen that's the shit i used to do when i was for sure 16 17 yeah super fucking high super just fucking writing shit and it's like just writing it down are you not embarrassed honey yeah i'm like and then that's the kind of relationship i also wanted that kind of intensity when i was 15 i that's not at all what i would want right now like sound baths and organic smoothies i mean that part of it actually I mean, sounds actually, pretty okay, good wait, like wait, chakras like, sound baths organic smoothies i'm in you go with some of the other shit i'm at therapy in right yeah. you know <laughs> you're like tantric it sounds but sounds like guns, too much work. addiction general mayhem i'm out I'm Listen, out. It's, I'm tired it's and also too it's very um counterintuitive right does that you know what i'm saying like oh guns addiction and also a sound bath. Also some therapy. Also some therapy. <laughs> um, also did a sound bath recently. Um, immersive. Very, very interesting. I would um, like to do a sound bath. It's, it is. It was. Um, but also, too, I'm the kind of person who's like, is this going to be over soon? Or exactly. That's the problem. I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do floating. Not mm. floating like we were talking about last last week, oh, but no. I'm talking about like the float tanks or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, which I don't think I could either. I P- get too bored. P.S. While we're at it, like floating, like yeah. we talked about it last soaking. week. It's soaking, aka soaking. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag not all like evangelicals or Mormons or something. We weren't trying to say that for but, sure. You know, yeah. some people are doing it. The the point is that whenever you're not allowed to have sex. Teens will find a way. ways around it. Correct. And like, and that goes for everybody. Yeah. Like that goes for every belief system. Sure. Like I experienced it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Back on this because <laughs> no, it's, it's it, it is so embarrassing for everyone involved. Yeah. And machine gun Kelly. But what if is that's so your mom? Gross. But what if that's your mom? No. And but yeah, what that's if that's your thing. mom? She's got she kids. That's what I'm yeah. saying. But what if that's your mom? What if that's your mom? But also, uh, is listen, it, is it if that was of- my mom looking like that in the picture, I'd be like, fuck yeah, that's my mom. Yeah, I get it. That bitch is hot. Mm-mm, my mom is hot. I got and good jeans. I got good jeans. Yeah. Right. But that caption? Yeah. The caption. Is it also like offensive at all, do you think, to be talking about like guns and addiction in yeah. that way? Yeah. As yeah. romantic. Like, a romantic as a romantic way. thing when I I'm like, do people, think so, yeah. yeah. Like suffer and die from yes. gun violence and addiction all the time. Oh, and like God. glorifying it is not something that I, you know, appreciate. I, I preach, preach. I have preach. a hot take, maybe. I don't know if this couple is real. Like, do you think this is real or do you think this is like. Twilight couple. Do you think this is PR? Like, do you think it's just like who does this like i just i don't it doesn't feel genuine like do you are you like this i think it's real i think that it is a it's gonna fizzle fast in my opinion crushes that burn this hot Hot especially when you're when you're older we're gonna yeah we're gonna hear months from now about like some kind of real like dangerous situations that they put themselves in possibly like I just it it does I I I see your face and I it says worry and that's yeah. where my head is as well. I am I am I'm worried and I'm like I don't I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like promoting this kind of like relationship aesthetic either. No, I don't. Yeah. It's something to aspire to. It's I feel like does very it feel juvenile. It is extremely and and just weird. <laughs> yeah, for the sake is, of it. 
this is something that you mm. should grow out of, like genuinely, like you shouldn't want a toxic relationship. Like, and I understand that there's a reason why there's an appeal there because it feels exciting. Like it gets you like your adrenaline pumping or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's so fucking damaging that it's just like you, <laughs> your dating experience should lead you to a place where you're like, that's not what I actually want. Amen. In no. my life, you no. know, and I just... Like, listen, man, Travis and Courtney, who just got engaged, mm-hmm. good for them. Which, by the way, that super was super cute. cute. Yeah. I right? See, don't know. Them. I just don't know why, but I really you know that I don't give a shit about the Kardashians, like, or whatever. And I couldn't give a shit about Travis Parker either. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't like, care. Whatever. There's something. There's something really There's genuinely something, cute. Yeah. And see, that's I what I that's what I want. Put my finger on. That's what I wanted for Megan Fox. Like I wanted that yeah. like just kind of like It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. And they're cool in their own like right. quiet, cool way. Now listen, Courtney, if you are listening to this podcast, do not which, embarrass me. Which do not she is. do not do something <laughs> like Megan Fox did after I went to bat for her on this podcast, okay? Don't don't you embarrass me. Well, I mean, I I need to start, I guess bringing out more of my poetry mm. if uh, i mean i have really. some in this trunk <laughs> i feel like the behind life. us right now uh i think that we are <laughs> if seeing she needs more captions <laughs> if she needs more captions look i have a lot that i can offer you there's a lot of um cut out pictures of some uh, real vampires vibes. that i definitely printed off on my just like at home <laughs> yes. printer in black and white because we were out of color ink um it, wow. but I, 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 I feel I that so next, hard. I put next to my own poetry pictures of like vampires that I cut out. Oh, pasted yes. next to my own poetry. This is uh, so. Um, meanwhile, I'm writing softcore porn about <laughs> my. I'm, I'm, and I'm writing one liners like. Just single word, <laughs> one line poetry is over here. Oh my wow, God. we were a mess. Okay, but we were fifteen. Like, oh, so I can I can say I would not put that on my Instagram today, no. Megan. Okay, no, it's because we got to live that. I mean, how long has she been famous? That's the other thing you have to think about. Is sometimes these people have been famous since they were so young, right? And I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was like a child star or anything, but she was fairly she young. She was probably in her upper teens, early twenties. So yeah, I think there's a little stunted of uh, development that happens for sure, for sure when you when you get famous, no, like in your early twenties. It's, it's just different. a different yeah. world that you grow up in. Yeah, and everybody's like, "That's cool." Yeah, so you never get past that thing. Yeah, I, I got. Plenty of people telling me that was not cool. Oh, so, so <laughs> I think it's important for development for somebody to tell you you are not fucking cool. You know what? You're not cool. You're not funny. You know what's one of my favorite things is um, I did get on Twilight TikTok for a while because Twilight had a, a real resurgence when all the movies got put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And mm. the number of people, and there are more than one, mm-hmm. who had like twilight themed photo shoots wow. when they were like in their like teens or preteens oh do that? yeah they're like senior photos oh they're senior photos imagine what your senior photo it's like all black and white where they're holding an apple and the apple is colorized that kind of thing <laughs> oh honey it is stop mm. please tell me i didn't have oh. senior photos oh. are a total vibe though yeah i'm like oh. i love the they're a moment in time. Oh, the the mirror, the classic the lean, tr- leaning the lean on the tree. tree. I have yeah. the classic lean on a tree. Yeah, yeah I do. Too. And it's usually one leg up, arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. Leaning yeah. against that number. <laughs> You're like, oh, five. <laughs> <laughs> 
graduating class of 97. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and it's a brick God. wall. So, so many brick, brick walls. Wall, oh, brick God. Walls. I, I have some senior photos in front of a brick wall. Mm. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Um, I think the other thing we must talk about, I cannot leave this for one more week. I know, again, old news, but it must be talked about. And we had several people send it to us as well. You're talking about the toilet. Yes. The shared toilet. Megan Trainer came out and said, share it. You got it. So her husband is Daryl Sabara, who um, of Spy Kids fame. Okay. That's what I know him from. Like he was the kid. He was the little kid in Spy Kids. Oh my God. And he's worked since then. Like I think he was in Green Inferno and like he's done some things since then. And to be honest, like I'd seen some things with them before and their relationship seems very cute. Like he genuinely like his instagram is just like he Aww. loves his wife and mm-hmm. like he's, he's so proud of her. her like anytime like she performs he's like look how beautiful and talented You're she doing is right so good yeah like <laughs> it's it's adorable however they recently came out i think megan trainer and the megan's are really coming out strong this this episode yeah megan trainer said in an interview that her and her husband love being together so much that when they were building their house, they put in side by side toilets. Absolutely, in their bathroom. Not. No. That's also not something to aspire to. No. That kind you of can, codependence. You can be away long no. enough to take a shit. Yes, it's weird. And I was like, no, 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 no. But then Megan Trainer took a video. She made like a TikTok <sighs> where she's like, "My husband's so sick of us talking, people talking about it that." I like I I have to like be alone or whatever. It was like her on the toilet and she like panned over and there is another toilet next to it. It's not it's for real. And and honestly, like aesthetically, I don't like Awful. it. Uh, hideous. Imagine, imagine, imagine you're going to look for a house. That's the shit that ends up on like Zillow. Yeah. Like those Zillow TikToks yeah. where they're like, look what at this. The? You're like, what? looks normal. Who's looks normal. Looks normal. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Why are there two toilets? Why are there two toilets? Side by side. <laughs> you That's know what? Bizarre. It reminds me of, there was that SNL skit, which it was like the two toilets facing opposite each other so they could hold hands or whatever. You remember that? Like it was a whole, it was like the back in like the 90s. Well, no. I was going to I have to find that for is you. Is it better? Like to have them side by side or like facing each other. It's better Awful. that it doesn't exist. Thank you. It's not a thing. Well, Dude, we know stop we it. know that I am a I am a closed door oh. bathroom. I have a full closed door policy. I have an yep. open door policy, but I don't necessarily need you to be no. in there. No. I, what I do, do in the bathroom is a private, private business. business between me and the Lord. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't mind the door being open. Like if I have to just run in and pee real quick, I don't care about that. Um, but I do not. And that actually took a lot of personal therapy to become that person. So to me, that actually feels like a win. And I, I know that doesn't feel I, that way to you guys, but it's a it's a personal thing that like of know, my own comfort level of what, being naked what? and being. I know that's a weird thing. No, it's, it's not. It's not a naked thing for me. I don't care. Like, obviously, like Eric's seen me naked or whatever. Or you guys have seen me naked. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. bother me. It's the 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 act of peeing and pooping, which I know everybody does. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I I don't need to know what Eric looks like when he no. poops. No, no, no. It is not... Nobody is a cute pooper. No one. No. no. Nobody is like in there and you're I just don't know. like, have this you is seen Chris? You the most attractive <laughs> you've ever been to me. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't understand why it's necessary. I don't understand how this came up. Like, what was the conversation like? What 
did the contractor think? Like I have that contractor was paid enough to mind his own goddamn business is what he was uh, thinking. You're probably right. Absolutely. That's what he was thinking. He's like, this ain't none of if my this fucking is your business. thing, I guess it's fine. Like, I just, I cannot imagine a situation in which I would be like, yeah, that sounds good. Cool. And, but also, it's just like, if if their reasoning for it is that they can't be away from that's each dangerous. other. That's dangerous. Like that's that. not a, again, that's not the relationship aesthetic to, to model. Like, yeah. That you're just so invested in in the we instead of like two people that decide yeah. to come together. To me, I, like you I can't, can't even, take a even, shit by yourself. I can't even comprehend that because I enjoy my time by myself so much yeah. that I'm too. I'm like I cannot understand. Like you can love someone and not want to be with them literally twenty four seven. There are lots of people that have separate whole ass houses for this. Listen, their spouse. that there's nothing wrong with that. No, like, I listen. You do you. Yeah, whatever works for you. Exactly. I, I gotta be honest. La- that week, I was so effing busy last week. I literally, you guys know this. I worked yeah. ten hour days, five days straight. It was it was intense intense and chris literally slept on the couch every single day because he also like first of all i would wake up before him i'd be out the door before he woke up i came home ate food went to the bedroom to do a little bit of homework went to sleep like that was it but chris also knew i had to be asleep soon so he was slept on the couch like the whole week because he was just like i don't want to disrupt you and like i don't want to like you know have tv on and like you know bother you and whatever and it was weird but it was also like you know having being able to be able to sleep in different rooms mm-hmm. just knowing that you're not just so that you can like you said it's it's not it's very supportive yeah it's not even a very thoughtful like, yeah and i know a lot of people who prefer to sleep like in separate beds like if they get like hotels they'll get hotels hmm. with beds side by side instead of like one big one because it's like yeah, people sleep differently. Sure. Like, you know, and that's Some okay too. If you, hot, if you want your yeah. own space, we've talked about like different, like I don't need to sleep in a separate bed, but like different people sleep differently. Like some people like to cuddle. Some people need to not be touched. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's fine. You're, it's okay. You're your own person and it's okay that you have your own like you know who disrupts preferences. This, our sleeping in the bed the most is honestly Chuck. Charles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Xavier Having Norris. the animals yeah. in the bed right now is like fucking Ace Ventura because we have Pickles, <laughs> we have Leatherface, and we have Villain. So and two dogs there. and a cat and two people trying to sleep in a queen bed. It's We have to either get a different bed, like a bigger one, or something else because I'm like, sleep is yeah. Yeah, but every night listen. wake waking up you've already established with these yeah. animals that they sleep with you so good they're luck trying to so, kick them out they're not so cute they're not gonna go they're gonna <laughs> rip your door apart before they <laughs> oh let no you. like yeah. they would actually yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh. how's that sex life coming <laughs> i know right? <laughs> you're like i love you so much let's Please. go on vacation <laughs> know. someday someday he will not be a puppy but yeah. also i hope he is always a puppy because yeah. he's so cute um, so who should we fuck Mary Kill this week? Oh man. <laughs> Dangerous boys. Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah, the bad boys. Bad boys. Oh, bad, bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? <laughs> oh, wait, that's oh. Like that. with the kind of sex that make Lucifer cry. I will literally no, rip my own eyes out. No. Clutch his rosary. Sir. Uh. 
that doesn't even make sense, Megan. I mean, it's, for a lot of reasons. But that's yeah. But I, but listen, am I mad at that? Sixteen year old me was like, oh, that's such a good line. Mm. I'm gonna steal that. I love that. <laughs> totally would have copy pasted oh, that or yeah. like wrote it in my notebook and then oh. pasted it next to that cutout <laughs> that I made of. <laughs> yeah <laughs> some dangerous boy yeah uh so okay go. Ooh, dangerous characters do we want characters or people okay wait i have an idea okay okay because it is still spooky season uh-huh. what if we do like characters i know we've done vampires before but what if we did like you know like oh like edward from twilight or what i don't know like oh, something God. like that I, uh, like that dangerous yeah spooky dangerous guy. bad bad guy dangerous bad guy <gasps> the bad boy. Okay. Give me a minute. You Spooky guys go first. Bad boys. Well, we do have Lucifer. Oh, the, the Lucifer. Who, who? From the TV show? From the TV hi. show. Oh, okay. Hi. Okay. okay. Very hot. What's his name? Tom. I don't know Is the actor's Tom name. Ellis but but Lucifer. Wow. But yeah. he is he is the devil. Yeah. Very sexy. He helps solve crimes. Uh-huh. Why yeah. does why did my mind immediately go to that old 50s movie, Rebel Without a Cause? James, James Dean. Dean. Rebel there Without you go. a Cause. Well, listen. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know it's not spooky, you know? like that's No, so- but that's okay. It was just bad boys. That's fine. Um, if we're going that direction, I feel like I must, only because um, all of Instagram and you all uh, saw the contents of my trunk. Oh, um, I, I know where this is going. Oh, the number I I counted, uh-huh. uh, and the ones that made it to adulthood <laughs> of the the pictures of Johnny Depp that I had on my wall <laughs> whenever I was a, teen, a teenager. Sixteen is what I oh have. Oh my god! And two t shirts. Mm. Um, <laughs> okay, so I think I know my bad boy. Then, if you're doing that, I have one. I, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, we're, let's if we're going characters, let's let's do a Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, there you go. Oh, let's I was go. gonna do Rob Lowe if you were gonna do. Now I'm torn. Well, he's. He, I mean, take your pick. I feel like Johnny Depp has done a lot of bad boy characters or mm-hmm. misunderstood. We could go with an Edward Scissorhands, but I feel like oh. there's too oh. much. There's too much going on there. Yeah. I can't. I, let's. I'm gonna go with a uh, with a Jack, Jack Sparrow, Sparrow because you know that's a mistake. Wonderful. Okay, you do. But I got one. Okay, Beetlejuice. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> wow. But he is so good as Beetlejuice. He is good. So funny. I'm changing mine. Okay. okay. Based on that. Yeah. The Goblin King in the Labyrinth. Oh, oh no. Shit. I have a lab- a Goblin King t-shirt, too. Amazing. With David Bowie's Yeah, you do. Yeah. That um, cod piece. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, my very first crush. So, yeah. So, it's Captain Jack. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goblin the King. Goblin King. And Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice. <laughs> wait, wait. But I love Michael Keaton. I, I do too. too. And he's so good at that character. No, I know. Yes. And to be honest, like for like a, a undead Dead. man with like a like a, a weird growth moss situation on his face. Right. Hot. Like still hot. Somehow. So funny. He's gonna keep you laughing because he's funny. That's why yeah. he's mm-hmm. still hot. We know I love funny. Uh, it is my red flag, but it is also my favorite. Oh no! I know what I'm gonna do. Okay, okay. you go this first. I know tough. what I'm gonna do. Okay. There are a couple sexual awakenings in this fuck Mary Kill. Of course, Kill. there yeah. are. There are. I think all of them are. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, maybe not all of them. I am going to fuck Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good it's, call. It's a good, a, call. It's, a good call. it's like, we'll share a yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum and, and a scurvy good night. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a one night thing. It'll be, it'll be fun. You shower immediately afterwards because. Oh, yeah. Or you're going to need a Merkin for the rest of your life. <laughs> for all the- yeah, a lot. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm a kind of like a hygiene mm-hmm. person, yeah. and and the okay. Beetlejuice thing yeah. is like that that dirty guy that has like dirty fingernails. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I then it's like, can you see him trying to like, come oh, up? And you're like, on. oh, no, yeah. nope, don't yeah. don't like that. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to marry the Goblin King. Yeah, I want to be a queen. I get a like <laughs> castle. You get like fun little like. Friends, it's Goblins. a musical, which is it's also a, a good time. Exactly. Yeah. I think you just turned it off for me right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's tough. There's is... like, there's animal friends. You get to have like a pet owl. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You get a really beautiful dress. Jennifer Connelly is yes. like sparkly white, big shouldered gown. Uh, Goals. The things that I, I'm like, first of all, like it almost makes me think that sex or like those kind of things are definitely have to be like ingrained in your DNA. Sure. Because I was young when yeah. I watched Labyrinth yeah. and there were feelings and yes. thoughts that confused me. The, and, and the I'm eye, like, the eye immediately goes to, yeah. to well, his crotch. Like, wow. It's like it's, larger than life. Woo. You know, I feel Ugh. like it was that. I will say like, uh, for me, Captain Jack Sparrow was an awakening. Like, uh, you know, that came out when I was 14. I saw it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple times. There's something about um, the guyliner too. Oh, just and that mascara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hot. But I will say it was is David Bowie in Labyrinth, mm-hmm. and it was um, Doctor Frankenfurter from Rockford. Oh, yes. oh, where I was yes. like, why, why did we go there? I'm like, I'm confused. Wow. And yes. and very turned on. Yes. Very. <laughs> oh man, I'm so disappointed I didn't pick Tim Curry. Mm. Uh, Dr. Because whoa. Like yes. you're like, why I'm so what's happening? What is happening here? Um, but Layers. okay. Layers. This is very hard for me. I feel like mistakes are gonna be made for all three of us. Mm-hmm. There there's mm-hmm. no there's no good choice here. Um there's no obvious choice. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay? Look. Listen. Ooh. Listen. Well me again. No, I thought <laughs> we'd come in a lot. here and shut the door. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Look, look, there's adventure. I, I love some adventure. Whatever he is, you say. He is still funny, right? He's not like Beetlejuice funny, but he's not like David Bowie, who is not really funny in Labyrinth. Like, Goblin King isn't funny. Like, no. He's, I, I love it. I know, and I know that. So it makes serious. sense for you. He's very mm-hmm. serious. He's the red wine drinker of the three, okay? He's very wry in that movie. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But I feel like he's going to make me feel stupid all the time, and I don't <laughs> want that in he feels my life. Okay? Yeah, like, he's going to make me feel dumb, constantly and i just i can't i can't do it so i am gonna <laughs> i'm gonna marry uh captain jack um it's gonna it's gonna be a toxic relationship okay he's gonna be gone for a long period it's gonna mm-hmm. be doing god knows what yeah. uh but when we're together it'll be and then you gotta compete with kira knightley right 
Well, she oh, ends up right. with uh, yeah. Orlando, Orlando, so it's right. fine. We'll double date. It'll be good. Um, I don't think we will. <laughs> I don't think we will either. I don't see this panning out. <laughs> I uh, have dangerous feelings about this whole like, relationship. I know it's a mistake. I know it right now. I know that like they're all mistakes. We're gonna end up. Honest. We're gonna it's end true. up being estranged. Like that's what's gonna happen. It's like technically I'm married to him, but like not really. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's mm-hmm. what's gonna end up happening. Yeah. But it's okay. Um, he is like an anti-hero, like morally ambiguous sort of character. But when it's good, it's going to be really good. So there's that. I am going to. Good luck. <laughs> oh, I think you only have one choice here. I. Uh, That's fine. I I mean, I don't know, because of the two characters, I actually prefer Beetlejuice. Like, I think me and Beetlejuice are going to like it's have so fun. A great hey. fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to have a like, honestly, if he wasn't so like dead and like kind of gross, like he would be the best choice I to mean, marry. I mean, it might fall off. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it might fall no. off. What if it fell off? No, 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 no. Keegan? <laughs> I just watched Teeth, so it's on my mind. Oh, oh, no. um, But, I mean, that's the thing, because of the three, like, personality-wise, yeah. like, Beetlejuice is probably actually the best, like, the most tolerable long-term. Right. Um, but... I cannot picture having sex with him. Like, I just can't. Well, let's normalize sex not having to be there you go. PIV. And there. sex can be like two people getting off next to each other. You know there what you I go. mean? Oh, okay. You you know? All right. You know Maybe what? Okay. Like- fine, fine, fine. In that case, I am going to fuck Beetlejuice because okay. I feel like it would be more than just the sex. I'm going with a whole date night. Yeah. And and I think, you know, he's going to give me a tour. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to meet a lot of like weird kooky characters oh. along the way. He's going to tell me a lot of jokes. Like maybe I couldn't deal with like day in, day out for the rest of my life. Just joke, joke, joke. But yeah. like on a date. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Would be fun. Yeah. So I'm going to do that because that seems like a good time. Yep. Um, We already said. More Gob- Goblin cod King. piece for me. Goblin King was a, a sexual awakening for me. That Tina Turner haircut, fantastic. Um, <laughs> so true. But what but, if I buy that same wig and then I go as? <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Okay, Amazing. Um, so I'm gonna have to kill him just because I I really do. I I feel like he's gonna make me feel stupid. I feel like he's also pretty controlling. Like I'm oh. not gonna be able to get out and do my own thing, which totally. mm-hmm. is gonna get old for me. I don't want to be stuck in. Mm-hmm. In the, the labyrinth in the labyrinth forever you Still know so it. friends yeah, yeah but uh, I, I need like my own life i need options with yeah. jack i have the open sea okay yeah. i've got options that's true all right <clears throat> i'm gonna rock your world <laughs> first and foremost i have never seen labyrinth <gasps> we i feel like we discussed this before i almost, you choked. almost choked on your <laughs> Mattello. wow i okay. have never seen the labyrinth um, I understand enough about it. I've seen enough images. I've seen bits and pieces enough to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it breaks my heart to do this because we know I'm a huge David Bowie fan, but mm-hmm. I, I, it's just not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Um, and it's not There's the, puppets, it's not the I man. It. It's a little bit of the mansplaining thing. I love smart people. I love having good it's actually, intelligent I conversations. It's actually, I think the most romantic of the three. Oh, perfect. In amount. a weirdly toxic very toxic way like yeah yeah, i'm out yeah um no no okay so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna fuck the goblin king that's what i'm gonna do (gasps) 
I'm a yeah. fuck the Goblin King. Yeah, yeah. I just want that because I actually don't. I like smart people. I love good conversation. I you feel can like do we'll it for have one that. night. I yeah. can deal with it for one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that cod piece. Dude, and it's, it's David Bowie. And he can move his hips and he Honey, does in that movie. He does. I don't want too much singing in my life. Like, that's fine. I come <laughs> out for that. Like, that can't be my life. But I'm killing Jack Sparrow. I can't. I can't. I am for sure getting something from that. And it's it okay. is going to be a good time. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking marry Beetlejuice. And here's why. In my mind, uh-huh. imagine myself as uh, Peters. What's her name? Winona Ryder? Peters. No. No, the from, like Gina Davis's character? No, 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 no. Different movie, different um uh Scrooge. She was in Scrooge, something Peters, what's her name? Oh, this Bernadette. One. Bernadette Peters. Yes, okay. I imagine myself as the Bernadette Peters ghost from Scrooge. Okay. That's who I am. We're both insufferably funny to oh, ourselves. Yeah. yeah. But no one else thinks we're funny. We're ruining lives in the spirit world together forever. <laughs> oh wow okay you know All i right. will say that is probably one of the most fun fates is just you're just fucking yeah. with people constantly this feels very right i feel like our decisions make right sense for us, for us. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. gonna be so much fun i can't wait michael keaton i can't wait <laughs> yeah it'd be a good time uh i mean look no great decisions were made here no. today like no. i'm not proud uh, but will i watch my captain jack sparrow t-shirt that i have in my cedar chest and wear it Unironically, yes. as an adult, yeah, of course, yes, of yeah. course, I will. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you know how many unironic shirts I wear all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you guys want to take five, and we'll come back with stories. Sounds good. Yes, cool. And we're back. Okay, so I'm gonna kick us off with stories. Um, okay, I got set up on a blind date by some friends. The date was early September, and we met in a restaurant in the city. It was a nice place, and uh, it was a nice place, the kind where the wait staff wear dress shirts, ties, etc. I was in a nice suit and tie. Olive Garden. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. She showed up in jeans, flip flops, and a hoodie. I jokingly said something along the lines of, "I'm assuming they didn't tell you this place is sort of snooty." She goes, "They did. I didn't give a fuck." Oh, okay. Hey, <laughs> all right. That's this this big energy. This woman is a vibe. Like, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> continuing, continuing. <laughs> I ain't shaving my legs and putting on some fancy dress for some guy who I don't even know if I want to touch his dick, let alone if I'm willing to let him between my legs. Oh, well, all right. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Out the gate. Out the gate. All right. Coming in hot. I just stared at her in disbelief. She then said, I mean, you seem nice and all, but I ain't in the mood to do all that work when I can just go home and do it myself. Oh, well, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, spot the lie. Yeah. I asked her to keep her voice down and she goes in all caps. Why do you want me to keep my voice down? You oh. afraid people will hear me talking about going home and fucking myself with my vibrator instead oh. of letting you come back and fuck me? Yes, wow. actually, yes. I am that worried is exactly about that. That's my fear right what I'm now. worried about. Yes. <laughs> yes, you've nailed it. My, my worst fear is happening. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, my Capricorn self, like, I want to watch that drama, no. but I don't want to be in the no. midst no. of it. No. Crawl uh, out of my skin. <laughs> I just stood up, walked over to the waiter, paid for the drink I had been uh, I had while waiting, apologized to them for her outbursts, and said, blind date, I'm not sticking around, and left. Oh. Well, I did hear from our mutual friends that she later got married to some guy 
stabbed him on their anniversary <gasps> a few years later and is now in jail for attempted murder. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Oh. They were like, yeah, we always knew she was kind of crazy. But you, you fucking set, think you, you set me up with her. Why do you talk to those friends again? No, like you no, can't trust them. You. And also, what do you think of me? Yes. Also, I, there has to be this thing, you guys. I, I've thought about this when Christine was single. I've thought about this. We have another friend who's single. And I'm like, just because you know single people does not mean those single people have to be together. No, no. And and more than that, like, I, this is a, a weird thing where it's like, it's okay if your single friends are single. Yeah. Like, they don't need to be fixed no. up. They, you know what I mean? They're f- they're fine. Just because you know two single people does not mean they have to be set no, up. No, I mean, and also just like there is this trend that's gone around on TikTok where it's like women talking about how like, oh, my husband is always like, if anything happens to me, you better not like <laughs> m- get with anyone else. And she's like, why would I? <laughs> she's like, listen, if anything happens to you, I'm staying alone. Like, yeah. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, I feel like a lot of women feel like that like Uh I feel like a lot of women more than ever I feel like it was always a threat previously to be like oh keep acting like that you're gonna end up alone okay okay all right cool fine I like myself yeah I'm fine with like being by myself it's cool it's not a threat really you don't need to pair up every single person you meet with every other single person you know okay that's right all right so I'm gonna start by her this person's opening message says hi ladies I stumbled across your podcast a few months ago and back catalog is providing some much needed fun to my boring job the hummus shame receipt story is still living rent free in my head (laughs) yeah (laughs) here's the story of one of my worst dates now I'm gonna tell you the title of this movies to not make out to oh oh nice appreciate this Several years ago, fresh out of college, I was pretty new to online dating and very selective about who I met in person. This guy, let's call him George, and I clicked on the app and we decided to meet in person. First date, he took me to a fancy Italian restaurant and we had a wonderful time. The only pink flag was that he was kind of cagey about his job, but the rest of the conversation was great and sparks were flying. So I agreed to a second date. George took me to another nice restaurant and this time he made some comments about his job, which I interpreted to mean he was a drug dealer. Oh. oh. Okay. He never came out and said it. I mean, this feels like a little more than a pink flag <laughs> yeah. at this moment. He never came out and said it, but that would explain the money for nice dinners. Not my scene, but at that point in my life, I wasn't assertive enough to end the date and ask him directly. So I went ahead with the planned post-dinner movie. We went to a movie theater, which specializes in movies about about to leave the theater and the movie they were showing was Dallas Buyers Club. I feel like that is the <laughs> nicest way of saying that's a cheap movie theater because no. that's what cheap movie theaters are. They're that's like right. specializes in movies that are about to leave the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club. It's not a date no, movie. it's not. <laughs> oh my God. Which I knew nothing about. We walked into the theater. <laughs> so depressing. And George was stoked to see that we were the only people in the, in the showing. At the time, I was You're going to make out to I, Dallas Buyers Club? At the time, I was quite the horn dog, and it had been a while. So even though that pink flag was, flag was now red, I figured I could at least get a good make out sesh, session, uh, get a good make out session in. 
Well, the movie comes on and it turns out the plot of the, is about the early days of the AIDS crisis and pretty much the entire <laughs> runtime, there are people dying horribly yeah, of the disease. Yeah, yeah. George was undeterred and he kept trying to make out during the whole movie. I, however, had lost all enthusiasm due to the subject matter and alternated between half-hearted closed mouth kisses and saying, hold on. I want to watch this scene. Oh, afterwards, he walked me to the subway stop and neither of us ever contacted the other again. Yeah. Thank you, Matthew McConaughey, for helping me it- weed out George. Listen, no, that's like that scene in Seinfeld where they make out to Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. It's like, you cannot. Like, no. you cannot. If you want a movie strictly, like, if you want to pay like 11 bucks each a ticket to go see yeah. something, that you just want to make out to. I mean, that's like a that's it's like a wedding one. crashers, right? Yes. Like you, you gotta go to like you gotta do a funny a comedy, yeah, yeah. light. Yeah. Not- do not do Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> no, which not only not only because it's a really depressing movie, but also it's a really good movie. I would yeah. be doing the same thing. I'm like, no, the scene work no, is fantastic. On. Yeah, <laughs> You're like I'm, I'm in this. Wait, one second. <laughs> um, okay, so this one's pretty short. I fucking love how it ends. Okay. My friends forced me onto an online dating site, read as they created a profile for me and picked out matches. I don't, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, this is right after a four year long relationship ended and insisted I get back out there. No. Now, she didn't say how long after that four year relationship, but I feel like you guys like, People got to do things on their own own timeline. Like, you know, like I definitely asked you guys for help with mine, but I wouldn't. And whatever you you said, I was like, yes, that's perfect. Yeah. Right. That's kind of what I mean. Like if you ask your friends to help you, because there were a few times when you were like, take a look at these guys and like, let me know, whatever. That's fine. But I don't know. Forcing. I would hate it if somebody made an account for me and forced me. Oh, you would absolutely. I would be. Don't Curious. tell me what to do. You wouldn't yeah. be our friends anymore. And I don't yeah. like that. I'd be like, listen, we need to take a pause. We need to take a friend break. Wow. Ouch. Well. So <laughs> I went on three dates total. All of them were horrible. The worst was a guy asked me if I could pick him up because his car is in the shop. Okay. No big deal. Crap happens. But at least he gave me enough notice to change plans. I went to pick him up and start to drive to the restaurant. When he asks me to pull into a fast food parking lot because he needs to use the restroom. Mind you, this is all of five minutes after we left his apartment. Huh. Okay. Uh, Okay. Strange, but maybe nervous bladder. If that does happen, I will say that. Like, I will, like, I don't know how it happens, Mm -hmm. but, like, I'll pee before I leave. Mm -hmm. Someplace. Well, we know me. And yeah, I feel like you and I are the same, Cassie. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll pee before I leave someplace. Doesn't and matter. then like 10 minutes down the road, I'm like, how do I have to pee again? I have consumed no more liquid. I don't understand. <laughs> so I'm willing to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> special me assumes he's going to go inside like a normal human. <gasps> nope. That is also what I think. <laughs> that uh, Yes. Is that not the case? Dude goes to the dumpsters and proceeds to do his business hidden behind one of the dumpsters. No. Now that's enough to make me be done, but nope, it gets better. No. Mid P. Oh no. Cops show up and not only do they pull out their citation book, they address him by name. <gasps> oh, sir. I overheard one of the cops say, Joe, 
Haven't we <laughs> talked about this before? <laughs> Why? You can't keep taking care of business in public. Oh <laughs> my what God. Is that? What is that? What do we no. think that is? is and that then like I a pulled fetish? out of the parking lot immediately. <laughs> yeah. Is that a fetish thing? Like, what is that? Like, if that's you have a compulsive be- need to like whip it out in public and. That's got to be. That's got to be some sort of fetish thing. Right. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. If they fucking know your name and they're like, we've had this conversation. I you just can so many imagine times. them pulling up and it's just one of those like. <sighs> <laughs> She says, at this point, I didn't even wait around. I flat out left him in that parking lot and went and bought myself some nice takeout to take home and spend the evening on my couch where I promptly deleted the dating account and planned payback on my so-called friends. Yes. Oh, Uh, we had two bad setups. This. uh, Yeah. This string of stories. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Joe. We talked about this, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> don't wow. set up your friends. No. Don't set up your friends. Or get better friends. <laughs> exactly. Or you can't trust friends. your friends at all. Woof. Woof, woof, woof. Okay. Oh Listen, I had a hard time this week because I feel like I came in hot. Pressure's I came on. In, I came in real hot mm-hmm. with the changeling story. Then yes. we had a ghost story. We had a vampire story. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't take into account that I would be doing two October tainted love stories. Okay. Right. So I was was deep in the googs, right? Like trying to figure out like what to do this week. And I really wanted to keep it supernatural, but I couldn't find any good ones right. um, in that realm. However. Yeah, because we, we've actually done a werewolf story before. Did which we? Is the only I know. Other. I'm like, wait, we did? Yeah, it was um, the Canadian girl who... Um, whose boyfriend yes. said he was a werewolf. Oh, like a 300-year-old werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we did that. We've done, like, we've done quite a few, like, kind of, like, supernaturally, yeah. like, mm-hmm. ones. You did the UFO one. Mm-hmm, yeah. I will never forget that. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Aliens. Um, <laughs> so this one isn't supernatural. However, it does take place on Halloween. Okay. okay. So, All right. Here well, we go. There you go. Around 11.30 p.m. on Halloween night in 1957, Peter and his wife, Betty, are awakened to the sound of their doorbell ringing. So they spent the whole evening handing out candy in their Los Angeles neighborhood. So they thought that this this was just... You would. I feel like you would know this story. I know this story. Okay. So did it. Because I didn't know this one, but I was just like, that makes sense that Cassie knows it. So... They were handing out candy in their Los Angeles neighborhood all night, and they had just gone to bed. So when the doorbell rang, they were like, okay, it's just another trick-or-treater. So Peter, he was like kind of annoyed, but he just got out of bed. He grabbed the bowl of candy, and he opened the front door. So the person at the door was sporting a superhero mask and had a paper bag in one hand, and Betty could hear Peter at the door. So he asked... It's a little late for this, isn't it? Before she heard a pop that was so loud that the couple's daughter, Judy, woke up. So she rushed to the front door to find her husband in a pool of blood. And then she ran to a neighbor who happened to be a police officer. And he he alerted authorities. And uh, Peter was taken to Sun Valley Hospital in Los Angeles, where he was declared dead. So the police were stumped. The only witness was a teenager who had seen the car speeding away down the street. And there were no shell casings at the scene. And the motive was really hard to pin down. They were like, maybe this is a mob hit because it's the way it was done was so like clean. Um, 
Peter had been a successful hairdresser. <laughs> this is why I know the story. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> and owned several lucrative beauty and hair shops. Uh, but theft didn't seem to be the motive as nothing was taken. Um, and he had no ties to organized crime or really crime of any kind. Like, I think he had like a tax related charge Real from minor. like years, yeah. years before. But like, there was nothing that would link him to like any kind of like mob activity. So Peter and Betty met in the 1940s in New York when Betty was already divorced from her first husband and a single mother of two. A year prior to Peter's death, the couple decided to leave New York and start over in Los Angeles. So Peter opened a hair salon that was a quick success. Like, obviously, they'd only been living in Los Angeles for like a year, but it was very lucrative immediately. Uh, I don't know if he was already an established hairdresser in New York and brought his name with him or what, but... He was very successful. And so from the outside, Peter and Betty's marriage appeared to be perfect. Like everybody was like, yeah, that's the perfect couple. He was his wife's hairstylist. So she was around the salon all the time. Privately, though, the couple were having issues. So there aren't a lot of details about what their marital problems were. Um, But we do know that at one point, Betty felt like she needed space from Peter. And she left the couple's home for a time and moved in with her friend, Joan Rabble. So Joan was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1917, and she had a lucrative career as a writer and photographer before divorcing her husband in the late 1950s. So trying to make it as a single woman, she knew she needed a job, and she applied for a job at one of Peter's salons, where she was hired. And while there, she met Betty, and the two women became fast friends. So Joan would spend a lot of time with the Fabianos, who treated her like family, like she was over there all the time she was having dinner with them she was with their kids like seemed like this is just mom's friend family friend right mm-hmm. so when betty was going through her marital problems and staying with joan joan says that betty confessed to her that peter was abusive and controlling and i haven't been able to find any evidence to back up this claim but i mean no one knows <laughs> sure you don't know what happens yeah, behind closed you never doors. know right. you never know Uh, What we do know is that Peter did become threatened by the closeness of the friendship between Betty and Joan. And here's where it's a little like ambiguous. Like we just we don't know because it's the 1950s time. And so I do know this case now. Mm -hmm. And they were definitely like tiptoeing around without saying like lesbian. They right. Had a relationship. Right. The, yeah. the papers called the relationship, quote unquote, abnormal. Mm-hmm. Right. And you you really don't know because you're like, OK, that is tiptoeing coded language for a lesbian relationship. However, also, um, this was a time when this wasn't the first thing uh, in the media that had to do with relationships like this. And so they also knew that it was something that was um, like a hot ticket item to help them sell papers to. Right, so right. It's difficult to know what the truth was. Right. But regardless, a lot of people agreed that their relationship was very close. Mm-hmm. And we don't know a lot about Betty, but it did appear as though Joan was very attached to Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that was romantically or not, she was very... She's ride or die. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's debated. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie's like, I would for any of you. Okay. Didn't say anything. (laughs) Just quietly over here. Like, you can shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So 
and it's also said that this wasn't Joan's first romantic interest in a woman either. Like she had, you know, kind of like romantic feelings or relationships with women in the past. So that's part of why there's the speculation there. Mm -hmm. So Peter was eventually able to convince Betty to come home and the two agreed to work on repairing their marriage. And in doing so, Betty agreed to break off the friendship with Jones. That's another reason why people speculate that maybe it was an affair or some kind of romantic relationship because um, she did, in part of the deal with her going back to repair her marriage with Peter was you can't see Joan anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see about that. Yeah. I know my parents tried to make me not friends with people before too. How'd that work out? (laughs) Didn't, (laughs) did not work. Yeah. If you ever want to make like a look, we all know that like that secrecy is hot, Mm -hmm. you know, that it just makes the allure like more generally like, you know, So Joan began to obsess over the idea of rescuing Betty from what she believed to be an abusive, loveless marriage. So the same year that Joan met Betty, she also met another woman, 42-year-old North Hollywood resident, Golden Pizer. First of all, Golden with a Mm -hmm, Y. mm -hmm, Amazing. mm -hmm. Secondly, I liked doing this story because of all the like LA Easter eggs. I got yes. some of my information from a blog called the vintage woman magazine.com. Oh, mm. awesome. And they really highlighted a lot of like, because you know, it, it was a focus not only on the fact that this is like a 1950s housewives kind of like murder, right. but also like there were a lot the nostalgia of like, like 1950s <clears throat> Los Angeles landmarks in like, she went out of her way to put those things in, oh, which was nice, was cool. Yeah. So, Golden, Golden Pizer. Again, uh, because none of this has been officially confirmed, I always hesitate to comment on the sexuality of people because, as we know, like yeah. sexuality is a spectrum. Uh, and I don't ever like to say, like, they were definitely this or that, right? But for the sake of this story, I will say that it appeared as though Golden became infatuated with Joan. Again, Ooh. it was a thing where she was like right away, like, by her side, ride or die for Joan, right? Got it. So she's got that for Joan. Joan's got that for, for Betty. Betty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So she was also recently divorced. And so you got like two divorcees in their 40s. Um, and after Betty moved out of Joan's home, Joan began to start spending all of her free time with Golden. So the two women, um, they were called Clatch Friends. Oh, <laughs> which that feels coded as well. <laughs> which yeah. It does. It does. But I yeah. think it means like coffee. Like they, so they would meet up at like a coffee house and just spend hours and hours at this like, I can picture it now, this like 1950s coffee house together talking. So uh, Joan began to tell Golden that Peter not only abused his wife and children, but that he threatened her, Joan's, life as well. Joan appeared really heartbroken and really angry that Betty left her and returned to her husband, and she told Golden that she needed to find a way to protect Betty, right? She's just Mm -hmm. like, we have to get her out of this relationship. It said that Joan manipulated Golden's feelings for her, and after a three-month period, she had managed to convince Golden that not only was Peter an evil man who needed to be gotten rid of, but also um, she also got Golden to agree to do the killing herself uncompensated. Like, she was an unpaid hit woman. Wow. Right? It was just like, she was like, okay. Anything for you. Anything mm. for you, Joan. Right? So to prepare for the hit, 
Joan, who was somehow still working for Peter. This I don't understand. Yeah, that feels weird. Like, Peter's like, you have to break off this relationship with Joan, Betty, but I'm going to keep her employed at my... She's a really good worker. <laughs> Look, I just... She runs the books or yeah. like whatever, you know? Uh, so Joan brought Golden around the salon so that she'd be able to recognize Peter. Like, she mm-hmm. knew exactly what she was looking for. And Golden bought a 38 Smith & Wesson from a shop in Pasadena under the guise of wanting the weapon for personal protection. Because this is America and you can go in and say whatever you want. Because mm-hmm. you, you do have mm-hmm. to state a reason for purchasing a weapon. But, but they can't. They don't know. Yeah. They, what are they gonna I'm going to shoot my the girl that I like's boss because I want to. Is that, because that the reason? Because she's in love with right. his wife. wife. Got it. I guess it doesn't fit on that one little line. Fit. You know, yeah. it would be yeah. hard. Protection. You got to put like a, a sticky note there. Yeah. To also, get it if you're golden, though, it's like, it's really kind of sad. Right. Because Very if sad. she's going to kill Peter. Which then, is basically standing in the way. Right. Of Joan and Betty being together. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a terrible thing, but it's rather like kind of self be like, well, you know, whatever to I make you happy, to Joan. Make you happy, even Joan. if it means I'm still alone. Yeah. At the end of this, it's it's really sad, I mean, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on Halloween night, Joan borrowed a car from a friend, picked up Golden, and the two women waited outside the Fabiano home, watching the trick or treaters go up to the door until the lights in Betty and Peter's bedroom went out just after 11 p.m. Then Joan helped tie the superhero mask around Golden's eyes. Golden got out of the car, putting the gun inside a brown paper bag and approached the house. So she wanted to look like a trick-or-treater. There are few things that I think are like more scary. And maybe it's because like the strangers that movie movie is imprinted on my brain at a very young age. Dude, we were watching Halloween Kills the other night. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to talk about at the end. But... Right in the middle of Michael walking into the house, our fucking front door no. opens. No, no, no. And a fucking stranger <gasps> walks into our fucking no. house. Lock your doors, Christina. I, well, yeah, now I do. But it was it was just like a friend of the neighbor who got like the apartment number. That's wrong. Happened, That's to happened to me more I, than once. I literally is the scariest thing when somebody just walks yes. into your fucking place. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, and there is just something about like, especially during the scream, someone <laughs> being at, yes, yes. This is what I did too. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so now knowing that that's going to be my fucking reaction, no, ah! I know that in my heart now. You got to keep the door locked because that's not going to do anything. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't do anything. He continued to enter the domicile. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> what? What I did? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's me. <laughs> hundred <laughs> percent. I'm sorry. That's so funny. Oh, God. That is me, though, too. I'm like, I have no, my reaction is going to be I'm so sitting shit. on the couch with a glass of wine. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? I have 
nothing to do. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And whoa. He's like, uh, it's over for me. Like, uh-huh. in, in a situation like that, <laughs> like, that, that there are Michael certain Myers, things. We're done. Dead. There are certain things you just need to know about yourself. Yes. And for me, it's that, like, listen, I, I like to talk shit on yes. everybody in horror movies for doing the wrong thing. But, but I also know that, like, look, I'm not going to do the obvious wrong thing, like running up into the attic or whatever. Yeah. But, like, I am not going to make it out alive. No, I know listen. I, it's funny to me because I've also had somebody walk in the house. I am the person who, even in my house, when I know there's nobody else there except for my family, if Chris comes up behind me and you touches jump. me, I'll, I'll go to punch him. Yeah. Like, I'll fist up and, like, to, <laughs> like, that's my reaction to my actual husband. But I had somebody walk in my house. Of course, I was standing kind of back behind the door a little bit. So my son actually saw the person walk in. And so it was one of those, like, who dis? Like mm-hmm. just coming in and Dylan looked at the guy like and dude was like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like well, yeah. that's generally the response. Yeah. Like yeah. that did happen to me. Like it's happened to me twice. But one time when I was young and dumb in my early 20s, we really did have like a Seinfeld like pop in open door policy at our apartment. And people would just like come in. People we knew. But like we left the door unlocked. Like Oof. and ve- yeah, very that's not, stupid. Yeah, that's not so how you do it. stupid. Um. But so one guy did one time and like we were all just like sitting in the living room. None of us did anything. Like it's just like we just like turned and looked at him and then he was like, oh, sorry. And like turned and walked out. But for sure, if he had wanted to kill us. Oh, yeah, you're all dead. Could have. But this guy, Christina, he proceeded to walk in. Oh, yeah. He opened the door, walked in like fucking dog sauce or my me. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) And he's like, oh, are you expecting me? And I'm like, what? No, I don't know. Who Do the I fuck look you familiar are. to you, sir? And he's like, oh, this must be the wrong apartment then. And then just like backed out. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. And so then I'm like, now I have to sit with this knowledge to the rest of Halloween. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> that whoa, 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 rich. whoa. <laughs> I, I love like a reality. I love a reality where that works, Ugh. where they're like, oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway, um, well, the whole point of that is like there are very few things that I can think of that like that would haunt me. If you're Betty, do you ever participate in like trick or treating again? Like uh. that to me is so like scary, like someone being at your front door and something about someone being in a mask as well, mm-hmm. like is it might not have been as scary back in the 50s like when people used to like visit each other but like i know for me like someone being at my door yeah. in general in these general. days yes is I'll, terrifying also yeah. think someone, about a 1950s here? halloween mask oh the most terrifying <laughs> of all yeah. time like old-timey halloween yeah. costumes Ooh, no thank you yeah horrific scariest yeah like truly like what were we thinking even into like the 80s where those are those plastic oh god masks where you're like what oh. are you doing and now i now i want to google like old-timey halloween no. costumes yeah just I, this is like i'm scared of my own children i am really excited for the next time we record when you guys get to talk about what my costume was oh god I can't i'm really excited wait. too. okay <laughs> can't wait okay yes. so the lights go out Halloween night, the Fabiano's home. It's just after 11. Joan has helped Golden tie on the superhero mask. It only took one shot to commit the murder before Golden ran back to the car where Joan was waiting and the two sped down the street. 
When Joan dropped Golden off at home, she told her friend, forget you ever knew me. <gasps> the rejection. Ouch. Ouch. Can oh. you imagine? You just committed murder for this woman. Right. And, and she's, she's like, okay, like, thanks. Bye. bye. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is like, The next morning, Golden realized she had the gun and that Joan hadn't told her what to do with it. So she drove to a department store building in downtown Los Angeles and dumped it in a storage container. Two weeks after the murder, police located the weapon and it was quickly traced back to Golden because she bought it legally, (laughs) you know. Um, When the police arrived at her home to arrest her, she went peacefully telling them, it's a relief to get it off my mind. Okay. She soon told the police everything, and it became clear right away that Golden was not the brains of the operation. When asked about her motive, she said, quote, I had no motive personally. Whatever motive I had was to please Joan. Oof. Joan was eventually arrested, and the two went through a number of examinations with psychiatrists as the court believed that homosexuality may have made them unfit to stand trial. Wow. Ugh, we've talked about mm-hmm. that before on this yeah. podcast it's just like ugh, it's well, infuriating at this, that at this time it was still in the dsm as like a yeah like mental illness yeah. it's, it's so upsetting so one of the psychiatrists wrote about golden pizer quote the only thought she had was that she had saved her friend joan rabble from an evil person in the one photo that i can find of the two women together outside of the court hearing Golden appears to be like stunned and tearful while Joan looks completely unbothered. Like if you looked at this photo, she looks almost like slightly amused. Like you wouldn't think that Mm -hmm. these were two women who are on trial for murder um, if you just looked at her. Right. I would normally say that you can't draw too many conclusions from one photo. However, it was reported that the two women's demeanor differed in court as well with Golden often weeping or stricken with remorse and Joan either hollow-eyed and stone-faced or smiling nonchalantly throughout. Oof. Yeah. Golden initially pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. She claimed that Joan had managed to cast a Svengali-like spell over her, which is how it was reported in the media as well, Um, that she was helpless to resist. Uh, The words in love or infatuation were never used throughout the trial, but they were heavily implied that like Golden was in love with Joan and that's why she did this. Mm. Joan Rabble pleaded not guilty, but refused to comment during the trial. Both women eventually changed their pleas and were convicted of second degree murder, which how, because it seems like it was a planned yeah, murder. Very, premeditated. very first, very first, is first what I'm degree, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, and were sentenced to five years to life in prison, which seems like a very That's wide a gap. Yeah. <laughs> range, so, yeah. you know, pretty wide. There's little known about the true relationship, um, the true nature of the relationship between Betty and Joan, because they didn't focus on that. They right. it was it was more um, sensational to focus on Golden and Joan, who were like these two women who were in love with each other who did this thing. They left Betty almost completely out of it, hmm. like because she was just this housewife, right? And they kind of like left her. Out of it, it, they made it sound like this was entirely on Joan. Like Joan, yeah, you gotta wonder how yeah. involved Betty was in mm-hmm. all this. Hundred percent, yeah. Uh, 
Some speculate that the two women were in fact lovers and that Betty actually engineered the death of her husband with Joan, who brought on Golden because she believed that she could easily manipulate her as the fall guy this for sounds, everything. This sounds more accurate. Right. right but this we, sounds... we don't know. You know, yeah. those claims were unsubstantiated, as were the claims that Peter was abusive. Like we just those yeah. things weren't even looked at. They were like, no, nah, we got these two dames to take the fall, and that's that's all we need. You know wow. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um after the trial, Betty sold the hair salon and moved to Palm Desert, where she remarried and eventually would pass away in 1999. It's unclear how long Golden and Jones served, but both were released around the same time. Golden stayed in the L.A. area until she passed in 1998 at the age of 83. No one knows what happened to Joan Rabble. Hmm. She just disappeared. disappeared. She's, yeah. yeah. So. Woo. Halloween. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on wow. just one gosh darn minute. <laughs> I've never said that before in my fucking life. This is what my fucking you parent, fear. You parent woed him. <laughs> You're like, excuse me. Oh my God. I was, oh, wow. Yeah. Good one. Good one. Thank well, you. I guess we I know what you're the, watching. See the pictures. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please send that to me. Send I will. I will. I will. Um, yeah. I I watched Halloween Kills, um, which might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. In my oh, life. no, really, dude? When you watch it, it is like I've seen all the Halloweens. Yeah. You know, uh, the original Halloween is terrifying to me. It's great. It's so scary. <laughs> She's this, like, it's terrifying. I'm like, it's fantastic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But this new one is an awful movie. No. It's not look even bad. so bad. It's good. It is straight up terrible. Oh, oh it no. does look bad. Yeah, it's bad. And we finally saw Malignant, which might be the weirdest thing my I told eyes you. Have I seen. told you. Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> like, wait, what? That movie wait, is what? Chaotic as fuck. Like, it's, it is so bizarre. It's, it's one of the weirdest things so I've ever weird. seen. <laughs> First half, you're like, okay. Second okay. half, off the rails. Wait, didn't they do that on How Did This Get Made? I think they did. I don't know. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to watch that or listen to it. Um, I also started rewatching for some reason, uh, Sex in the City. Because oh. I hadn't mm. seen it in like yeah. 15 years. And um, yeah, very <laughs> interesting to watch it as, a, yes. as an adult. Mm-hmm. Looking back. Yeah. I think the only one that's not really problematic is Samantha. Yeah. Well, well, there are yeah. some episodes where There's she's problematic, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, if you're not there yet. <sighs> yeah. But, I mean, look. For, it was a, it's a time capsule. It's a time capsule. Like, for um, Your Angry Neighborhood Feminists, we did a whole episode about Sex and the City because it's complicated because I in one way... emulating and wanting to be Sarah everyone Jessica Parker. Everyone wanted yeah. to so be bad. them. And Ev- now I'm like... You know, Oh, God. Yeah. No, toxic. But, you know, it was a, a show about, like, female sexuality. Which and was, female friends. And female friendship, yeah. which was, like, something that... Was very outlandish It at felt the time. like a feminist, like, benchmark in a lot of ways. But then you rewatch it and you're yeah. like... Ooh. And in some ways, I think that there is something to be said about that, which is that there was this idea that females don't get along. We all hate each other. We're all mm-hmm. spiteful. We're all trying to get each other, um, you know, behind each other's backs. And I think that in some way we do have to walk away with the fact that that was not the case here. And in, 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 in many ways is that that show is problematic. It is very 
benchmark mm-hmm. in the way that it yeah. did show that females do get along and, and we can be friends and we do yeah. support each other and we and got that each sex other's is back. important and that for sex women is, yes. right. having frank conversations about yeah. it you know with each other as well that was not something that was happening at the time so yeah, yeah there's a there's a pro and con thing for sure absolutely you- <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah it's been a very interesting rewatch <laughs> you know i remember like romanticizing um even aiden oh so mm-hmm. and now much. i'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not a great relationship. No, but Big is. Oof. Neither is Big. Oh, Big awful. is the worst. worst. The worst. Oh, the worst, honey. Oh, man. But yeah. Um, okay. I was pro Aiden. I was too at the time. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Much. I haven't seen it now. So now I'm still like, would have been the better choice. Yeah. It would have been the better yeah. choice other yeah. than Big. But even, even he is not like they're incompatible yes. in a yeah. lot of different ways. Like she wants to go out and be like, and he's just more of a homebody. And Carrie should have ended up alone. Yeah. At yeah. the end of that. I think it would have given a much stronger message if she'd ended up well, they're alone. They're coming back. So it'll be interesting. <sighs> she, to see. We got another shot. Okay, we had the whole the whole season, the whole series, and two movies. movies. It's fine. Don't do it. You're okay. Um, (laughs) Definitely the second one you can skip for sure. For sure, if you must watch the first one, feel free. But the second one, please, just save yourself. Okay, unless you're on a plane, it's it's a plane movie. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, And even if there's a better movie. Do that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rewatch Malignant <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> so weird. Um, so I did start Squid Game. I I've watched the first six episodes. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but if you've seen it, you know why. You know why I need to take a break after episode six. I was like, I gotta. But also because I've been so busy that the only time that I like sit down to watch something is usually when I'm eating. And Squid Game is not like a eat and watch show, partially mm-hmm. because I'm read it. reading. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. reading the subtitles and partially because it is very, very gruesome. Intense, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of like gore kind of like a lot of blood and stuff like that, uh, which is just which is fine. It's just I don't want to do it while I'm eating. Right. Um, but it is really good. Like there's mm-hmm. a reason why it's number one in like. Every country. The entire world right now. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's very, very good. I think it's really cool, you know, that we are seeing that things don't have to be American centric or English yeah. language to be popular. That's you right. Know? Uh, so I do definitely recommend it. I do need to finish it. I have also been watching kind of supplementally, like while I'm working and stuff, I've been watching Colts and Extreme Belief. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, on, on Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah. 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 Which is just, you know, a good thing to have on yeah. in the background. Uh, just, you know, know a little light. Typing and listening <laughs> about the Moonies. You know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, you know, that that Children of God one is like the, yeah, that the one most that's, upsetting. That's in, it's, it's very upsetting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's it. I remember about the Children of God. That happened like in the 80s, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flirty fishing. Yeah. That's where we got that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been watching. I we just finished um, only murders in the building. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, so fucking good. Nice. I recommend. It's so well done, and it's it, yeah, it's just really fucking good. It's a, such a good show. And then supplementally, just been you know, it's been a lot of British Bake Off. At oh night. yeah. Oh, I did want to say also, we went to a screening of Antlers, which is a kind of a scary movie supernatural folklore type thing with Carrie Russell 
Uh, hasn't come out in theaters yet because we just went to a, a screening at USC where Machine Gun Kelly was performing. <laughs> but um, brag. If you're wondering, <laughs> if you're wondering whether or not to see it because it will be coming out in theaters, I think around the time this episode comes up, eh? Like okay. I, I wouldn't pay for it. Like I would watch it if it came on it, when it's on Hulu. Like sure. in a couple months. It's supposed to be scary, right? Yeah, it's also pretty gory. Oh. It um it's pretty gory. It's creepy, but it's not I wouldn't say it's like good. Like okay. I'd say like you could wait till it comes out on TV and watch it at home. I wouldn't pay money to see it. Right on. So well, yeah. Well, I am paying money first. Sunday to go see Doom. Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. My husband's going dork. tonight. He is, well, you know, number yeah. one Dune fan. Yeah. So this is his this is what he plays for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you have something that we should watch, if you've got stories, uh, if you just want to reach out and say hello, go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's mywarestatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.